0: How about the ability to predict a sickle cell crisis and stop it long before it's had the chance to strike? Or perhaps take a pill that offers a cure by replacing the faulty gene with a new one? How about a potent drug made from African herbs proven to reduce pain? Or even specialised nutrition advice, medically proven to ensure a better quality of life? These are no longer far-fetched hopes but rather on the verge of becoming a reality for many. I'm your host, Dr. Yemsi Bokini, and this is Sickle Cell Unboxed. Sickle Cell Unboxed is powered by the Genetic Society. I've been given extra life thanks to the drug and the science and the research. Those are the words of Mohak a young man of British age and heritage with genetic bowel cancer who I interviewed years back for my short documentary on genetic conditions titled Hereditary. Those words have stuck with me ever since as they capture the essence of just how far we've come in almost every dimension of medical care. Just a few decades ago individuals with sickle cell were not expected to make it past their fifth birthday Nowadays, they can expect to live into old age, and on this episode, I'll be unboxing what the future has in store. One, the ability to predict a sickle cell crisis. In 2021, an American company by the name of Functional Fluidics released findings from their research on this very theme. Their objective? To develop a blood test that could gauge the severity of sickle cell, and monitor the stickiness of red blood cells over the time leading up to a sickle cell crisis. They yielded encouraging findings from their initial trials and the company are now conducting even larger studies to confirm these findings and refine the accuracy of their blood test. Two, pioneering new medical treatment, namely, crizanluzumab and voxelotor. On October 5th, 2021, the NHS issued a press release announcing the good news that crizanluzumab, the first treatment for sickle cell in over 20 years, had been approved. The drug, developed by the pharmaceutical giant Novartis, is delivered by a transfusion drip roughly once a month. In studies, crizanluzumab was found to reduce painful crises leading to a hospital admission by almost half. The drug is prescribed based on weights, costing an average of 10,000 pounds per dose. In this press release, it was announced that Crizamlutumab could only be made available to the worst affected by the condition, approximately 5,000 patients over three years. But it's expected that with time, reduced costs will increase its availability not only in the UK, but also globally. Voxilator, on the other hand, is taken in a tablet form once daily. It works by increasing the stability of red blood cells, thereby increasing its ability to hold oxygen for longer. Despite this remarkable ability, unlike chrisanluzumab, foxilitol hasn't been found to reduce the frequency of painful sickle cell crises. Three, unlocking the power of plants with African herbal therapies. Many of our common drugs used today are derived from natural compounds. They include everything from pain relief to antibiotics, heart medication, and even some forms of chemotherapy. So it's no surprise that phytomedicine meaning medicine derived from plants is a potential strategy to finding effective and sustainable solutions. Considering the continent of Africa is one of the most biodiverse regions of the world, then what better place to look? There are two leading herbal-based therapies currently undergoing testing for Zickle cell, and these include Nipraxan and Chiklovit. Both were developed by researchers in Nigeria, the country with the largest proportion of sickle cell sufferers in the world. For the past decade, independent researchers consisting of a team of a Jamaican and a Nigerian researcher by the names of Dr. Damien H. Kohol and Dr. Oluseyi Oniyangi have regularly evaluated all the evidence and published findings on this very theme. Their latest review of the evidence was published in 2020. It concluded that nice appeared to be safe and effective in reducing severe painful crises, but that no conclusions could yet be made on the effectiveness of chick The duo have encouraged more trials to be conducted on the subject of phytomedicine as it's no doubt a promising area of research with the hopes of an effective and sustainable solution for the future. 4. Optimizing nutrition and notes on the dietary supplement L-glutamine. Nutrition plays a vital role in a wide range of conditions, but for the longest time, sickle cell wasn't thought to be one of them. Times have changed and there's an increasing body of evidence on just how modifications to nutrition can improve quality of life. This includes incorporating anti-inflammatory foods to counter the chronic inflammation caused by the condition and boosting the intake of antioxidants to counter the formation of harmful free radicals. Last year, in honour of Sickle Cell Awareness Month, I interviewed specialist dietitian Claudine Matthews on my podcast, The Food Clinic Podcast, on this very theme. Claudine, who has committed the last eight years to this, is a world-renowned expert on the subject of sickle cell and nutrition. You can check out the full talk by looking up The Food Clinic Podcast, episode 12, titled Nutrition in Sickle Cell with Specialist Dietitian Claudine Matthews. Which brings me on to the point of L-glutamine. Building on that earlier point of reducing inflammation, L-glutamine is an amino acid produced by the body and also found in foods. Nowadays, it's commonly sold as a food supplement, but in the US, L-glutamine is also approved for use in sickle cell. It works by providing an antioxidant effect, thereby reducing inflammation. In studies, L-glutamine has been found to reduce the frequency of sickle cell crises by 25%, However, there are a range of common side effects noted with its use. These include constipation, nausea, headache, cough, abdominal pain and pain in the extremities, back and chest. Five, gene-based therapies. At the very pinnacle of the latest developments, is the hope of a cure with gene therapy. There are many variations to this technique. Some of the more earlier methods involve replacing parts of the faulty gene with a new one. Bone marrow stem cells are usually taken from an individual sickle cell, treated with a form of gene therapy to fix the faulty gene and put back into the bone marrow of the individual with the hopes that as new blood cells develop, they form with a fixed copy of the gene in place. There is already ongoing research to simplify the way gene-based therapies for sickle cell are delivered by removing the cumbersome process of a bone marrow transplant to one where treatment might one day be delivered in a single capsule. There are far more treatments in development than I could possibly state on this podcast, a testament to the fact that we've come a very long way over the past few decades. There's certainly an abundance of hope in the present and near future for the millions of sickle cell warriors across the globe. I'm your host Dr. Yemisi Bokini and it's been a pleasure to have you join me on Sickle Cell Unboxed. I'd love for us to continue the conversation. Join me on Rare Disease Day this February 28th, 2023, for an online discussion and Q&A with some of the amazing guests we've featured on the series. Details can be found in the description. Alternatively, visit our website at sicklecellonboxed.com to register to attend. I look forward to seeing you there. Sickle Cell Unboxed is powered by the Genetic Society.